Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 427. It is Thursday here in Cincinnati. We're in the first week of May. It is a little rainy outside and everything is a brilliant green. So I'm arriving with this very wide open heart chakra, just feeling all of the magic of being alive here at this time on our planet. And today we're going to talk about not being on this planet, what it feels like when we are somewhere else. The reason for that, today's title is called Illuminating Venus, and the reason for this journey that we're going to take together is because Venus has moved into Aries. We also had a big lineup of planets last week that I don't know all of it. (laughs) I think it was Venus, Jupiter, Mars, Neptune, maybe, is that right? Uh, There's just been a lot of energy focused on Venus, and this morning when I was out for my run walk in the beautiful green outside, I was just thinking about the softness and the the feminine um, soothing that is the energy of Venus in the way that I understand it and describe it. And so I thought that would be a perfect energy to bring into this podcast space as Venus is being activated (laughs) in Aries. I believe that happened last week it started and it's going to go all the way through the end of this month. So you may find that, um, how did Astro Butterfly describe it? I think she said, I know what I want and I want it now. (laughs) Like that's Venus in Aries. (laughs) There's a lot of bold, assertive action perhaps taking place in your love life or your love relationships. And so if you're wondering what's happening, you're trying to figure out how to stay steady through that, this podcast is going to be a beautiful, um, playful guide as you settle into this energy of Venus in Aries. So what I thought I would do is read to you, which I don't often do, mainly because I don't always enjoy putting my glasses on and then trying to figure out where the light's reflecting and it's just a whole thing, (laughs) but we're going to do it today. Um, I'm going to read to you from my book and just wait light. Where is it? There you go. That's my eyeball (laughs) on the cover. Um, and the, it's called just white light, a collection of stories from across the galaxy to guide our way home. I wrote this right before we went into lockdown. Um, is that right? Was it the year before? What year was that? Let me quickly look at the intro here. 2020. Yeah. I wrote it, published it in January of 2020, and we went into lockdown a couple months later. And I, when I was, a little backstory, (laughs) how do I receive the information in my books? I feel like, like a, you know, when we come into earth, I believe our souls forget a lot in order to be able to function in the dense reality that is the human experience. And we agree to that forgetting, but when we are here and we're in the forgetting, it's really 
struggle, confusion, overwhelm, separation, loneliness. You know, it's a really intense experience to be a human. So I'm validating that we're all doing it. <laughs> we're so badass that we decided to come here and do this. But I believe when we forget, there are moments in our journey where a little like a window curtain or a, a blind is opened or a veil kind of moves to the side and a you know flash of insight comes in and we remember we feel the jolt of electricity like oh i know that i know that truth i know that story i know that experience and and when that happens it makes the human journey easier or simply knowing that there is this other reality that we can touch and access helps us steady ourselves in the human experience. And so my books, <laughs> when I write them, I, I sit here in this actual room that has now become my podcast room. I sit with my phone and meditate, and then I just open up my recording on my phone, and I allow the words to come through. And the veil slides, and consciousness shifts, and arrives into my awareness and I can literally like record the audio of the book into my phone word for word not much stumbling pretty much like how I do my podcast just <laughs> and it's so cool I call it scribing and I I love the process of scribing I believe musicians artists do this when they channel whatever their creative expression is and you know, it's just a flow of energy, a current that moves through that you can't, you could control it if you wanted to, but why would you want to? Because it's so beautiful. You just want to be in the bliss of it and then share whatever the creation is. And so that's how the books that I have written have come through. And I'm often jolted myself as I'm saying the words because I'm like, oh, I know this. I know this, but I forgot this. How did I forget? And now I remember. And so I don't, I don't always remember the words I said in the specific way I said them until I go back and listen to the recording later. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. <laughs> that was so amazing. And it's my words, but it's the collective consciousness energy that's expressing. I hope you have experiences like that because they are amazing and addictive because then you're like, I want more. <laughs> I want to feel that way more often. So the last book that I wrote, channeled, is called Just White Light. And it's this collection of um, stories. What's funny when it was coming through, I'm like, I don't know much about the planets and the solar system from a scientific or an astrological standpoint. Is any of this matching? <laughs> I remember looking after a couple of them and I'm like, does this planet have rings? <laughs> Is that really the color? Is that, I would have to go back and look, I would Google to see if what I just said out loud into my phone matched what was actually true of science, you know, the way science describes it. What I came to realize and what I'm offering in this, um, this time with you, this reading with you, is that there's a way science is of the mind and data and recorded evidence and what's visible and what's known. Um, and so science uh, puts the information into a container or a box and then says, this is it. And then we 
we have these images that we gather through technology that confirm and validate what we know to be true of science and then that becomes the books the textbooks the documented evidence and the more of us who focus on that and repeat that we make that stronger and so eventually you have this agreed upon database of what we know to be true about everything specifically here planets but then sometimes there's that like revolutionary thing that happens like remember when everyone was like I don't know is Pluto a planet <laughs> is that true <laughs> and this whole like what <laughs> happens I believe I believe we don't know I believe we believe we know and and we believe the science that proves what we know but is that is that the consciousness the infinite version of the planets we won't know until we die and we return back to consciousness and we exit Gaia and all of that collective belief system and the energy that holds that belief system in place when we exit and we look at it from the outside we might be standing energetically as a soul <laughs> in Venus next to Venus and Venus will not look anything like what we experienced it as through the lens of the human eye and the human science until we die we don't know and those who have died haven't come back and said yeah venus looks like what you guys said <laughs> in the textbooks so really it's a mystery which i find fascinating and exciting and and the joy of science we don't really know and and yet we insist that it has to be the way that it is <laughs> So what I offer in Just White Light is what my consciousness, what my soul, what I believe source, the universe, showed me as the veil was pulled back. And it looks nothing like the textbooks. It looks nothing like science where you have so many miles <laughs> between each of the locations and everything is in this orb. It's not that. The the story that came through, the stories that came through are about the energy, the experience of being in that planet as a soul, what it feels like, what it does for you, what you learn there, how one evolves into the other and you move through all of the planets because there's teachings and lessons for the soul to enrich itself in each of those places or thought forms. They're not planets that you land on in a human body <laughs> and walk around in a spacesuit and then exit and come back to earth these are mysterious forms of energy that are working with souls to teach and so that's what this book describes it's what what is the experience of the soul moving dancing through the galaxy when it enters venus when it enters Pluto, when it enters uh, Uranus and Neptune, and what is the experience of that? And it's so mind-blowing and beautiful and not what you think. And so I had the experience as I was writing the book of like, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so maybe the book was just for me. And I was gifted with this beautiful journey through the galaxy just for myself. I don't believe that. I believe it was a beautiful gift that I got to experience that is meant to be shared. You know, the best of stories are the ones that are told 
again and again and each time they're told you just feel the magic of that original moment of the story and right like the retelling of it just strengthens the the beauty of that discovery that's what i feel about just white light that the more people who who open their possibilities to receive this different view of the galaxy the more of us doing that the stronger the the belief or the truth is about those experiences and the retelling of it becomes like this magical thing we can't wait to do when we're all together. So I share Venus, <laughs> Venus with you. <laughs> Venus is, what is it? Chapter three, chapter two. Chapter one is Gaia, chapter two is Venus. And um, the description of it is the pink star. So I'm just gonna read it to you. And then, you know, my invitation is like, settle yourself in like you're about to hear, you know, a little story, <laughs> a good story that a good storyteller has been so excited to share with you and, and just allow it to dance through your awareness without, perhaps without trying to put it in a box or fully understand it. See if you can just feel, feel what it is and then we'll talk about it at the end. All right, from page 23, Venus. Where to begin in our exploration of the galaxy? My first impulse was Venus for its beauty and inclusion, somewhat familiar to our experiences within Gaia. In our galaxy, everything is energy, pulsing vibration that is experienced as light or sound. As souls, we are a unique expression of energy with a sound and a light that allows us to, <laughs> to distinguish our individuality while also intimately including us in the whole of creation. Perhaps as we begin this adventure of memories outside the womb of Gaia, it is helpful to reorient our knowing to the more expansive soul that understands far more than the mind and the body. In our human journeys, we have become accustomed to relying on our physical senses to provide us the information for our navigation system. We believe what we see, hear, taste, touch, smell, and our mind stores the memories as a library to predict and prepare for each day here on Earth. As we allow our awareness to exit the energy field of Earth for this collection of stories, I invite you to activate the ability of your soul, your consciousness, the galactic and infinite aspect of energy that first entered Gaia for your birth. As your awareness is illuminated in this way, your physical body may tense or feel a little queasy as your internal system adjusts to the power shifting to your soul. So, invite your muscles to relax, slow down, and deepen your breathing. And offer your mind the mantra that it's just white light. It's just white light. I am just white light. We are all just white light. And these stories offered from the soul known as so are expressions of just white light. Memories, reminders of just white light. And one day, we all return to just white light. Exhaling out any final resistance, I invite you to remember Venus. 
what we as humans have named Venus is actually a star, a brilliant vibration of light that is pink in shade from the evolution of her consciousness. Unlike Gaia, Venus does not have an energy field containing all experiences of co-creation with her energy. As souls move in and through her aura, her light and vibration vary and morph from soft pastel baby pink, as humans may describe it, to deep ruby red, almost the color of human blood. The volume of souls co-creating within her aura is what shades the intensity of the colors. Venus is also a school, much like Gaia, Earth school. The intention of her unique soul expression is to provide a vibration of light and sound of feminine energy in human terms. The highest possibility of feminine expression is full receiving through co-creation, allowing souls to merge and dance and play and experience through being in the energy of another. Let me say that one again, just to help us all receive that. The intention of her unique soul expression is to provide a vibration of light and sound of feminine energy. The highest possibility of feminine expression is full receiving through co-creation, allowing souls to merge and dance and play and experience through being in the energy of another. Receiving fully the light, the sound, the unique vibration of another soul within one's own energy field. I guess we call that sex <laughs> in human terms. As infinite souls, that originated from that first spark of creativity. Our journey is to experience separation, being a unique expression within a whole. As we move along our path, the soul's journey, we expand and contract through the lessons available in our galaxy. And there are pauses where we choose to be reminded how we are always still one. The star Venus offers us this intimate, warm, welcome home without any boundaries or resistance or rejection, simply an open vessel of receiving expressed through pink light and soothing sound. In the human journey, our souls remember the intention and the lessons of Venus through our ability to receive whatever our human gender identification is in each lifetime. It is our ability to allow ourselves to receive love that the star Venus sends as her message through astrologers to humanity. In our voyage through the galaxy as energy, the star known as Venus sounds like a siren's song. Much like the mermaid Ariel in the Disney movie, The Little Mermaid, the sound is hauntingly familiar and calls us as energy when we are reorienting or integrating after an expansion of the soul. Venus holds a powerful magnetism at her core that guides us towards her vibration. When our soul is served by co-creating in her aura, it feels similar to floating on the top of a gentle river in a human body with our eyes closed and our ears sensing the vibration of the water flowing gently downstream. When we enter her aura, all universal sound is suspended and all we sense is her siren song. This vibration of sound, the pulses are soft and so gentle, 
perhaps similar to a butterfly wing against one's finger, or the eyelashes of a mother against a child's cheek when offering a soft kiss. We feel the sensation of her light healing. And yet we are aware that there is nothing within our soul to be fixed. It is the sweetest of co-creation, with no exchange except that of being fully present. Time does not exist in the aura of Venus. We receive her energy knowing that she is continuously regenerating with white light as she fulfills her soul's intention. Within her aura, we honor the unique experience of each soul present, much as humans attending a spa honor the individual internal experiences all happening within one facility. We realize our completion with Venus when the magnetic pull that held us steady within her aura releases, and our replenished soul seems to float gently out of her aura. In human words, we would choose grateful as the vibration in our exit from Venus. Our pulse is slower and our focus more precise after co-creating with Venus. Our soul may choose to be still and take in the contrast in the galaxy of the void of darkness or potential yet to be fulfilled and the billions of stars and thought forms yet to be discovered or experienced. As we exist, light and sound uniquely expressed here and now, there is peace and satisfaction in the choice to be still. This is the gift of Venus, allowing rest which offers Clarity. Embodied love. When the soul first chooses a human incarnation and enters the energy field of Gaia, all experiences of the soul arrive in the embryo of the baby body and mind. The cells of the body hold those memories, even as we choose to forget our soul's journey in the agreement of forgetting as we take our first breath. The contrast provided for humans is through our choice to forget other soul experiences in order to be fully present for the physicality of a human experience. In this age of Aquarius and this evolution of Gaia, the agreement is shifting and the human form is evolving along with Gaia. We are becoming more and more aware of the soul, energy, light that created the individual human experience. And so... We begin here, now, remembering the star Venus, allowing our cells of our human body to activate the pink light and the siren song. Our intention to allow this awakening and our belief that it is so begin the healing. Allow yourselves to remember the vibration of the star Venus. Trust that her light in the galaxy is always steady. And when your soul feels the magnetic pull to rest in her aura, no time or distance can keep you apart. A reading from Just White Light. <laughs> A collection of stories from across the galaxy to guide our way home. <laughs> oh, isn't that beautiful? It's uh, like... When I feel, when I allow myself to feel the, the softness and the, 
like the enveloping energy of Venus, like to just be immersed in soft pink white light, to feel like the Little Mermaid song. I don't know if you've watched the movie or heard Ariel when she sings, like you can just feel it moving through your body and it's so beautiful. And to imagine that there is this energy field or energy place where we can just drop in and be held in that, in light and sound, and just be and just steady and replenish and then float out, <laughs> recharged, like going, going to the electric car station and plugging in and then exiting. And now you could drive for 100 miles, 1,000 miles. That's what I tap into when... I experience Venus from this perspective, not the planet Venus, but like this understanding of the consciousness of Venus. And so as I match that with what astrologers are saying, which is Venus is in Aries now and Aries is like, let's go, let's do this. What do you want? Let's go make it happen. You know, how would I describe how that feels? It's like the car is charged, the electric car is charged, and now where do you go? <laughs> You've got all this energy. You're replenished. You're ready for the adventure. Where do you want to go? And what do you want to do? Because the gas, or the not the gas in the electric car, the power is going to get you to that place. You just have to choose which direction you want to go and start. I feel like for many of us, myself included, making the decision on which direction to go and what to put all this charged energy towards, it's paralyzing sometimes because I'm like, I could do so many things. <laughs> I could do all of it, any of it. Ah, and so I sit and I'm like, what do I want to do? <laughs> do you have any matches to that? <laughs> For me, I found like having the meditation time, the still time to get clear and then trusting the thing that has the most pull, like the magnetic pull of Venus. It's almost like, can I direct that magnetic pull towards the thing that is most compelling to me and match up those two magnetic charges so that they move towards each other, right? So for example, for me, I had all these plans for this week, all these things I was going to work on. I finished my nine-day post last week on the new moon in Taurus on Saturday. And I was like, next week I'm going to make lots of reels. And I'm going to make all these posts and carry the energy of what I did on Instagram into this new experience. <laughs> and I, what else was I going to do? Take all the Instagram stuff and put on my website. I mean, I had all these things. Finish the course I'm taking on Instagram. <laughs> and Monday, I got in my charged car <laughs> and drove to Columbus to pick my son well his stuff up from school to bring him back home and the whole way up there all I could focus on was like I want to get back into my small group work like I want to host an IEP I'm ready for this next little like cocoon of magic and really now that's it that's the thing <laughs> and so the last few days that's what I've been doing I've put all that that rejuvenated recharged energy towards creating this like beautiful offering that I just sent out last night to a small group and and I can just feel like I can feel how it's so clear it's so peaceful 
like everything I just read to you, I can feel that in my system. Like I, I know I've aligned my energy in the direction that most serves and it feels really good. And also, you know, part of, part of what I've been working through over the last year since both of my children graduated, one from high school, one from college, it's like, what am I when I'm not full-time mom? Because <laughs> that journey's kind of ended. They don't really need me like they did. And what does it look like? And, and so I've been very busy with adjusting to more focus on work and creating more in my business. And my son came home from school this week, and I was like, I just want to play. <laughs> I've been a really good worker and I just want to be mom now, <laughs> but I had this beautiful idea. And so I want to, how do I do both? <laughs> how do I do both where it feels like I'm present in both? And, and I feel like this Venus energy is supporting all of that. It's, it's like the, because astrologers are tracking what's happening and then they tell us Venus is in Aries and here's what it would mean and here's how you would experience it. Whether we're aware of that or not, that's what's actually going to happen. <laughs> It'll show differently for different people. And so for me, I feel like that ability to be present, to be really clear on the magnetic pool being directed in the way that is most in alignment. It's like, yes, I want to create this IEP offering and I just want to like have lunch with my son and chat and hear everything. <laughs> and I want to like tomorrow we're going to see grandma. So I'm going to like go and play and hang out in the afternoon. Like there are these things that I want to do. And it's Mother's Day this weekend, right? I mean, Venus, like, of course, it's Mother's Day and feel this energy of Venus. Of course, it has to be. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers and aunties and grandmas and besties and favorite women and to all of us who have mothers. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful day to tap into the highest potential, the highest possibility of that divine feminine. Whether we experience that with our own mothers or not, whether we are that kind of mother or not, <laughs> the divine feminine energy, like what I was reading in the book about Venus, that highest expression of feminine is to receive, to fully receive and to co-create and to you know, support the experience of another within your own energy field. I mean, that's birthing a baby. That's creating a baby. You bring life, another form, another energy through you, through your energy. You hold that child until that child is ready to emerge and take their first breath and forget everything they knew as a soul, <laughs> from my understanding. So I'm figuring out this flow, this flow of you know, business, what is it they say, business boss, <laughs> boss babe, and mama, even to grown-up children, you know, the role of mother, and it's so sweet, and so I feel like the Venus energy from what I just read and described in the book, it's a, it's a way for me individually, for all of us individually, to, to steady ourselves, to recharge ourselves, to soothe ourselves, to not feel like we're alone. I think this is something many of us have experienced and I've talked about before. That sense of separation of there's no one else in the universe. It's just, or here on earth, it's just me. And the universe has forgotten about me and sent me here to earth and it sucks. That is a very real experience. And Mother's Day can activate that for 
so many reasons. And so perhaps this message of Venus is a reminder. Tap into that, that frequency from the universe, that beautiful pink light and siren, sound, siren song. Siren in the good way, not siren in like the ambulance way. <laughs> siren like the mermaid. <laughs> There's a way that tapping into that energy, that vibration of Venus, when we allow ourselves to feel that in this human moment, we access all the times as a soul where we have been immersed in that energy of Venus. And so our cells of our body, our DNA, the wiring that makes up this human form, right, it can relax, it can breathe in a different way because we know that feeling. We know, we remember being held in that kind of unconditional love. And, and if it was true before, of course it's going to be true again. And why can't it be true right now also? It can. We simply we have to allow that to be true in our bodies. We have to allow our minds to believe that and then relax, right? Relaxing our bodies. <laughs> it's such a conscious thing to do. <laughs> I don't know if we realize how quickly we tense up, how quickly we lock, lock into panic or lock into overwhelm. Like, oh, take a breath. <laughs> take a breath. Imagine you could just be like showered with beautiful pink starlight in this moment. Like you could just be standing in a, a bath or a shower of pink beauty <laughs> wouldn't that just be like the coolest thing if you could just do that right now well your mind your imagination can so you just visualize that you just like what would it feel like if I could bring Venus energy here into this moment right now and just like wash myself with the pink lights and hear the siren song in my ears wouldn't that just be beautiful and then your body heals and your mind calms <laughs> and your soul is like, God, this human, <laughs> God, help me, this human, <laughs> she's so much. <laughs> oh, a little irreverence is good, isn't it? <laughs> so my invitation to you is play with this. Allow, allow it to just move through your awareness. What feels true? What doesn't? What elements of this feel good to include as you move through your day as you go to bed tonight would it serve you to lay down and just invite that energy of venus to come and and just soothe you and rinse you with that pink healing or if you believe that you travel the universe at night which you know i do 100 <laughs> percent. i like <laughs> i like traveling the universe <laughs> you can imagine that's so funny. Do you hear that? It's, it must be noon on the first Wednesday of the month. That of course, the siren is going. <laughs> the school system siren. You may not be able to hear it, but <laughs> I feel like that's Venus going. Maybe I am. Those sirens too. Because <laughs> here we are calling in the siren song and I'm going to send the alarms out. <laughs> that's so good. Isn't that so funny? I love how the universe just like... <laughs> 
almost like um like the universe punks me <laughs> it's like you think you're running this podcast show hmm. <laughs> let's send you the sirens because you're running late on getting the show together <laughs> creating the video we're gonna put the sirens on <laughs> normally i would be done by noon oh that's funny um we were talking about if you do believe in traveling the universe at night as the sirens go off perhaps perhaps you suggest to your soul or invite your soul to go to venus go hang in the energy field of venus tonight and and feel whatever healing needs to be experienced you may or may not remember it and in the morning you may or may not feel better but your cells will get that reminder that wiring as your energy comes back into your physical body and then maybe that helps you define more clearly with this uh, Venus in Aries focus like I actually want to go this direction and of all the options on the table this is where we're going and so that time spent in Venus energy tonight while you sleep or tomorrow or all nights for a little while can help you laser in on how to harness that energy and how to allow it to strengthen and clarify your focus and then Aries will give you the oomph to get that going. So, good stuff. Good stuff as the sirens go up. Um, this Sunday, I am hosting my monthly meditation, energy healing, embodiment session, <laughs> community space where we travel through the body, we travel through the universe, we connect in with Gaia, we make sure Source is like communicating with us, and we do all that in an hour. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty awesome. That is going to be Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern if you want to join us live. It's $11, or you can access the recording later. So happy Mother's Day to all of us and to all the mamas, and big shout out to my own mother and my grandmothers and my great-grandmothers and my children. And Star shakes it off and the siren completes and we are done. <laughs> I send you so much love as you tap into this energy of Venus in Aries. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Facebook or Instagram in a community I call the Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.